0: This is the First Emmanuel Lutheran Church Podcast. For more information about us, who we are, and how to get connected, check us out online at filministries.org. Today's message is delivered by Pastor Tim Sieben. A new sermon series, Thankful Anyway. You can tell we're going to hit some challenging topics as we go through how we should be thankful in all circumstances. And today we start in the desert. But before we do that, I want to give you a brief overview of Psalm 107. There are four scenarios written out in Psalm 107, and they are the basis for the four messages that will be happening over these few weeks. And they are all complicated situations that Israel had faced, but then the resolution is that God redeems them, and that He delivers them from it. So we have four reasons to give thanks in all circumstances, all woven together into Psalm 107. And it's beautiful that Psalm 107 leads off with this very, very familiar verse from the Bible. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Many of us have been saying that verse all of our lives. When I was growing up at the kitchen table, we would say a table prayer before the meal, and then we would say this on the back end of the meal. In fact, at my parents' house, we have to qualify which prayer we're going to do. We're going to do the one at Tim's house. No, we're going to do ours today. So we know what we're praying, which is awesome because we have a variety of prayer. And at my parents' house, we pray, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever after every meal. It's easy to give thanks after a meal. It's easy to give thanks in other positive situations. it's easy to be grateful for being connected or sustained or valued or blessed or or informed or motivated we feel positive in those circumstances and boy not so hard to give thanks and we do give thanks to the Lord for he is good but should I be thankful even in 2020 This has been a pretty rough year for many of us physically, emotionally, socially. Are we to give thanks even in a year like this? Well, the Apostle Paul answers that question for us in 1 Thessalonians 5.18 when he says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So yes, even in 2020 or even in the desert you are in, We are to give thanks in all circumstances. It's God's will for you, after all, to give thanks. So throughout the next four weeks, we will be helping you in these harder places of life be content and figure out how to give thanks. The first image is that of a desert which we will cover today. Next week, we'll say, thankful in prison. The third week, Thankful amidst the noise, and there's a lot of noise going on right now, and sometimes it's hard to tune it out. How can we be thankful amidst that noise? And finally, thankful in the storm. How can we be thankful when the storm is raging around us? Because we're not called to be thankful sometimes. We're called to be thankful always and in every circumstance, even in a desert. I've never been to a desert quite like that, dried and cracked. But I do remember some of our family vacations as a kid. We would pile into my parents' Caprice Classic station wagon, and we would drive out west. And one of those journeys took us to Death Valley. And I remember my dad said, we have to make sure to have jugs of water in the car so that the car makes it all the way through, or if it breaks down, we have water to keep us alive. I was like, Oh, this is a pretty serious drive we're taking right here. And it was an arid place, a dry place, hot, no water to be seen, and no food. In those areas, you can't just say, oh, we'll stop at the next exit and get some food at McDonald's. No, that doesn't exist in Death Valley. You are simply in a desert place. No food, no water, no shelter. And those are three threats to life. I have the privilege of going on outdoor education with our 7th graders this year, unfortunately. It's the anomaly year. We're not able to do that. But when we do, we study four things that keep us alive. And one is air, another is shelter, and then food and water. Air is, you're pretty good with this, humans, unless you're caught in a fire or you're under the water. So air is a little less of a concern for many of us. But shelter, that's the guy he's sweating so profusely. Shelter is important. In a desert, you need shelter or the right clothing to keep you free from heat exhaustion. And in the desert, you need that. The middle picture talks about or or demonstrates the need for food. I mean, you could go to that tree and you could eat dry leaves and dry bark. It certainly wouldn't taste very good. It might not even be very nourishing. But it's hard to find food in the desert places. And finally, there's a dry riverbed up there. In a desert, you simply will not find water. The things we need to sustain us in a desert, they simply don't exist. The psalmist wrote it this way. Some wandered in, de- in desert wastes, finding no way to a city to dwell in. Hungry, and thirsty, their soul fainted within them. Israel is hungry and thirsty. They're facing the challenges of being in a desert, and they don't have their needs being met. So what I did is, most of us have our needs being met for the most part, but we're also not living in a desert. So I I pulled it out and I decided to focus on shelter, which in this case equals protection. So Israel needed sheltered in the desert and it didn't exist, for they had no city to dwell in. Well, shelter for us might be financial, financial. We need to have enough so that we're okay in retirement. We need to get the second job or the side hustle so that our family can pay the bills this month. And if we don't have that, we don't have that protection. We don't have that shelter. Maybe medical challenges are pushing your comfort level, and you're like, "I hope this works because it's out of my control. I don't know what to do. I feel unprotected. We're left exposed. No backup plan because it's out of our Hands. Maybe you're in one of those deserts right now. Or maybe you're looking for even the simpler things of life food and water or basic needs. Dare I say that most of us gathered here today, our basic needs are being met for air, shelter, food, and water. We have those things. But even in Ozaki County, people do need food on their dinner tables. People are scraping by paycheck to paycheck. Um, But for us, the law or that contrast to the desert may be this. Are we dissatisfied with the blessings that God has given us? Or do we want more and feel entitled to receiving more? So often our attitudes are if they have it, I should have it too. Or if he gets to do that, I should be able to do it too. We become dissatisfied with the many blessings that God has given us. So maybe these are the deserts you are walking through right now. Today is also All Saints Day, as we mentioned. And All Saints Day can feel like a desert of grief. As I mentioned in the prayers, Richard Bublitz was called to his heavenly home earlier this week. And, and for many of us throughout COVID or it might even be dating back a few years, we are grieving the lost of loved ones. And when you're grieving the loss of the loved ones, you feel like you are in a desert. You feel empty. You feel alone. You may be in a desert of grief, which many of us are during these challenging days. And the psalmist continued on when he said, in the desert, Israel's soul fainted within them. Have you ever felt like your soul was going to faint within you so weak. So worn out. So many things have gone wrong. Your soul faints within you. Some of you may have felt that recently. You felt that what's going on? 2020 stinks. I just don't get it. And we get down in the dumps and we focus on the negative and the negative continues to come out in our lives. Be thankful even in the desert for you are redeemed. I want to go back for a moment because I have a story to share. Uh, the other day, uh, back in the summer, I had an ch- opportunity to wake up a little slower. I didn't have to be here by 7 o'clock. So I was able to wake up a little slower, take my time, read the news, catch up what was going on in culture, and scan through Facebook and see what was going on on social media. And one day I did that and I got angry. I looked at the news and I'm like, all they're doing is fighting. All they're doing is blaming. All they're doing is this and that. And I was so irritated. And I decided I'm done with that. I'm not going to look at the news. And then I opened Facebook, started scrolling through that. And all I got was irritated and anxious. And, and I was like, ah, it's not even 8 o'clock and I feel yucky. I feel like I'm anxious and in a desert place. It was that day as I was putting down my iPad that I said, I have to write an article today. I think I want to write about this. How we need to be filling ourselves up not with other stuff, but we need to be filled up with what God gives. We need His good nourishment to sustain us when we're going through desert places. I know I need it and I believe you need it as well because we do fill our lives and our minds with all kinds of stuff and so much of it is not centered on Jesus at all. So we are to be thankful in a desert. Thankful anyway. For you are God's redeemed. The psalmist again writes it this way. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. And He delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way till they reached a city to dwell in. They cried out to God. Maybe you've cried out to God in the last few weeks in your desert. Maybe you've cried out to God in the past I want to assure you that He does hear your prayers. In our prayers today, we we ask God to hear our prayers and answer them according to His will. In the Lord's prayer, we pray, Your will be done. So that we cry out to the Lord. We pray that He would provide for us. And in this case, when they were walking through the desert, God did provide for them the shelter, the sustenance, the food they needed. An oasis of sorts a place that provided refuge, a place that provided the sustenance that they needed to simply survive. For He turns the desert into pools of water and a parched land into springs of water. God provided for Israel then. God continues to provide for you and for me today as we travel through different kinds of deserts. For God brings you hope amidst our journey through the desert. For Jesus, our Redeemer, talks about three of those four things that we need to survive in this life. He talks about food and water and shelter. Hear these words of Jesus and find comfort in them. Jesus says, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He provides water, life-giving water, water that gives eternal life. For food, he says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger. And whoever believes in me shall never thirst. God's provision for you and for me. He provides for you in the desert. He provides you with everything you need. And shelter. On All Saints Day, it's very fitting, isn't it, that we look at this verse? In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? Then Thomas said, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Well, Jesus gives Thomas a very clear answer. and he, he says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus gives us all that we need, water, food, shelter. He prepares a place for us in his eternal kingdom. So on All Saints Day, we have an oasis of hope in Jesus Yes, some of us are grieving in a very real way right now, and the holidays won't make it any easier. The hearts will be sad, but we are reminded that the saints who fall asleep in Jesus have victory. They are already in the Father's house with many rooms that Jesus has prepared for them. They have their hope in a very real way right now. All Saints Day isn't just a sad day to look back. It's also a day to realize that our brothers and sisters in Christ who have died before us are now in the presence of their Savior, singing with the angels and celebrating in Christ's very presence. Now that's a place to celebrate All Saints Day. So are you feeling parched? Are you feeling thirsty? Are you feeling hungry? Come to Jesus and be filled up. Consume His Word. Come to His house for worship. Study the Scriptures. Dig deep and be filled up. For that fill up and that, that sustenance will keep you going as you face deserts and challenges in your life. I know I've been facing some of those challenges as you have in 2020, and there are times you just get, ah, <laughs> there's no word for it, it's just, ah. And when you do, turn to Jesus and be filled up. Find your hope not in the things of the world, which will constantly fail and disappoint, but find your hope in Jesus, the one who brings water, who brings food, and who brings shelter to everyone who believes. For through Jesus, you and I, we are thankful even in the desert. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you want to learn more about First Emmanuel Lutheran Church, visit filministries.org. We'll see you next week, and God bless.